red moon over a black sea I see the darkness come and swallow me Hear the thunder roll, hear the trees that crash Swarms of people torn from their wilderness The ground is shaken and it's petrified Bloody rivers flow to the weeping coast Come with me, come with me My judgment is sterling, come with me Follow me, follow me Once again on the road with Project Daybreak for another live interview. And this time in La Louvière, Belgium, from the 33 Tours in French club, just after an incredible gig of Pete Russ and the Sapphire. It's okay. The purpose of our web project is to give the opportunity to our curious listener to discover the bands we meet. That's why I first invite you to let us know about your musical history. Are you getting music? Are you Mets? What you did before? What you're doing now? Mm -hmm. So, the ladies first. Mm -hmm. So, Susie, good evening. And first, I thank you for that incredible set. Mm. I was really smashed in the face. That's all you say yeah, in English. Sure, okay. Sure. Wow. Thanks. So, Susie. Thank cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So, you're not from Belgium, you're not even from Europe, I think. So, Susie, what, where are you come from? Um, are you getting music? Okay. Tell me. Sure. Uh, well, I come from New Zealand, but it's been a long time since I lived there. I left New Zealand when I was 18. Um, So that was a few years ago. I don't want to say how many, because that would give the game away. Um, and I think I started in music. I have a musical family. My, my great-grandmother had a family band with all her children. There were five of them in there. Um, so I think it's been around a long time. I started playing piano when I was five. Um, and yeah, that's how I kind of got into it, really. I think just a, a background. Yeah, and then you started in a band, you created a band uh, yeah. in New Zealand, or where? When, no. And why and how? Well, Tell me. Pete and I started, um, first of actually, we started writing music together. He had the, the melodies and, and I started writing some lyrics for him. Um, so that's kind of how we formed this project, was um, by writing some things together. And then we, Pete did a solo acoustic album, which I wrote some lyrics for. And when he decided to go on tour for this album, I decided to join him playing bass. Um, so that was the first album that Pete did over here, Midnight Show. And then after that, we decided to uh, write an album together for us to play and sing together. This is your first band, in fact. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, Pete, mm -hmm. welcome Thanks, to the Project Daybreak. <laughs> uh, tell me about you. What about your musical history, or where are uh -huh. you coming from, uh -huh. how did you start yeah, okay. music? Well, uh, it's, uh, uh, we've only got like a couple of minutes, but... Uh, <laughs> we've was, got time. We've got time. I was born in Australia, I was born in Sydney, uh, pretty much played in bands, 
since you know I was in my early 20s. Actually, I didn't start too young. Uh, I was in my, my about 23, 24 when I started playing, and um, I started in Brisbane actually playing in cover bands. <laughs> but it was a good way to good way to play, and I always played on my own. I always I used to do a lot of busking down in Sydney and King's Cross, this kind of thing. And eventually moved to Melbourne, uh, which, you know, I knew had a, a good uh, live music scene for original music. It was the best in Australia. This was like in the, in the late 90s. And um, when I got there, yeah, I, I joined a band uh, who I was really lucky, actually, because they had a, a major record deal with uh, EMI Records and... So suddenly I was playing all these festivals, you know, and with this guy, Dan Brody. So that was pretty cool for a few years. And then, you know, I just kind of started my own, writing my own stuff and, and playing guitar and, and stuff like that. And then came over to Italy in five years ago, 2008, and uh, playing solo. And then met Susie in 09, one year later. We started writing, and as she said, we, we got this project together. So this is, this is the first serious band in Europe that I've played in. Um, the rest was in Australia, so... Uh, so <coughs> why did you get to Italy? How did you get there? Okay, no, it's easy. My, my family is Italian. Um, and uh, I've been, you know, I've been coming to Italy like through my life, like when I was really small and, and as a teenager and, you know, so um, I, I kind of felt one day I would come over and live. I got a passport, I got a European passport, Italian passport, so I always kind of thought, well, fuck, you know, I'm going to come over and live here one day and experience life over here. And it was just a matter of, I didn't think about it all the time, but just one day I thought, oh, it's time to go. You know, I had enough of Australia and uh, nothing wrong against it. It was just up to me personally and I was just uh, looking for something different. And uh, yeah, I think I found it, you know. I think I'm always searching in life, but uh, things are going pretty good. So I can't complain at all. Things are going fucking great, actually. So yeah, even if I was, did have the shits tonight <laughs> on stage. <laughs> You're a couple, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, um, we argue. So. <laughs> She's the devil inside to make you unclean. She's the one to decide, and you will agree. Nowhere to run, nowhere to In a, in a band, uh, how do you how do you do it? Uh, is, is it Susie or is it Pete or both of you? I mean, up until recently, like about a year ago, um, I was kind of coming up with melodies, as she said before, and 
you know, uh, and ideas and stuff. And, and then, you know, she would write lyrics to it. But then, you know, I kind of said to her, show me what you've already written, you know. And she showed me a bunch of stuff. And I, write, I wrote the music to the lyrics that she already written, which I really love to do. Because I just love to take an idea that's not in music and then try and find the right emotion for those words. And the new album that we're about to record, uh, well, we've had a few setbacks, but we're going to record it soon, we hope. Has This has a basis. It's ideas that she has written, and it's kind of like a concept thing uh -huh. and um and musically i've kind of created a concept about the, with the arrangement so it's going to be different which is cool because we always want to do shit that's different we're going to speak about the concept after that and okay. the lyrics and so on but yeah. uh, how many albums for for petros and uh, sapphire tell me about it okay. susie well we have we have one album that we've done Pete Ross and the Sapphire, and we've got a single that we did as well, Mockingbird and Down to the Woods, was a double A side. And before that, Pete did a solo album. And then I had the album and, before. And before that, he had another album. So together we've worked on two albums and a, and a single, and, and we're working now on the new album, so. If you go down to the woods today Don't talk to no strangers, don't lose your way Cause deep in the forest, alone with the trees You cannot be certain of the things you might see Sometimes you're startled together on the second album yes. and then now yeah, the, the band is okay for yeah. the third yeah. and the first album how did you create it just about getting to Europe or yeah actually no it, it, it's true that's what happened in, in it was like 2005 I, I, I was playing a lot of I mean I've always lived with rock music and rock and roll and you know and bands from, you know, especially in Australia, from ACDC, I was this too young, to Beasts of Bourbon and Radio Birdman, you know, I really crossed a lot of genres to, um, as well, um, not just rock, you know, and, and, um, when I, when I played with, uh, the guy I said before, Dan Brody, he was kind of playing like this country, psychobilly kind of country stuff, and actually that got me into country music, and, uh, and I kind of went, yeah, I want to kind of play some weepy folk and, you know, <laughs> as she likes to call it. Um, no, I want to play country folk music. And, and then I started getting into guys like Johnny Cash and Lee Hazelwood and, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I had a band. And I kind of mixed it with an influence because I, I came over in, in 2005 to Italy for three months. And I, and I started listening to a lot of uh, Italian folk music. And when I went back to Australia, I went, right, guys, we're going to play some Italian folk. <laughs> I don't know how, but we're going to do it. I, I, the keyboard player, I bought an accordion on eBay. I said, right, I paid a couple of hundred bucks for an accordion. I gave it to her. I said, Monique, 
here's your accordion, play that. No, and it was cool. And the guys really embraced the idea because it was something different. And we recorded an album, you know. But I think it was just something that I always knew I was just going to do for a small period. And then I was going to go back to the rock and roll, okay. which, you know. What about the lyrics? We, uh, what about the inspiration? What are you talking about most of the time, Susie? Are you writing the lyrics? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I write. So I, basically, that's how we divide the. She likes to write things. about love all the time. I write the lyrics and he writes the music. But I never write a love song. That's a lie, and you know it. I hate love songs. <laughs> but um, the last album, the Roland, we did like this. It was like a fictional story with three characters that I wrote, and I gave them each a song where they could tell their side of the story. Um, so that was like our. That was kind of the concept of the last album. Was a, a little bit. It turned out to be a little bit murder ballads, even though I hadn't listened to the murder ballads album before I wrote it. it was just a. It's not a coincidence. Lots of people write about murder, but it was this vocal thing. Um, and we didn't. We didn't really plan it too much. No, we didn't plan it. It was it just, just like happened. you know. Oh yeah, let's write about murder and stuff. No, and, we were watching murder know, mysteries on right, television. Right. <laughs> we were watching a lot of murder but shows. It, it, it's become like even in the live show, you know, and it's just happened by chance that. We've tried. We've taken it a little bit theatrical as well. Yeah, it gets you know, a bit theatrical on stage which because we we're talking like. about characters. But the new album that we're writing. We don't talk about that yet. Oh, we're, we're not talking about that yet. About okay, <laughs> forget about that. It's something else. I don't know. We're talking about the old stuff. And otherwise, apart from that, it's like a lot. I like to read a lot of old, like. Um, 19th century poetry or I did a degree in English so I've got a lot of literature in my head I like to get inspiration from movies or from art that I like pictures yeah from a little get and tours and so on but have you got a, a job a another job, job a yeah, day job I've got a day job I'm an English teacher and Pete's got a day job being our uh, the band manager yeah I pretty much manage the band the I mean uh, it's a full-time job like we're we, telephoning and last year and in Europe we did uh, I don't know we probably 100, did about a hundred shows 100 around a hundred shows and it takes a lot to organize and mm -hmm. I mean, we have people helping us in Europe. We're now, you know, it's like we've, we've toured a lot in France now. In Belgium, here, we this is only the second time uh, in Brussels uh, last year. 
and now um, but Germany has been a few times so you know once you start to play in a few places you build up your network and your contacts and so but you still have to manage the whole thing because if you leave it with anyone they just they don't know what you want you know and they don't organize it as good so and they're not so worried about it as they're not so worried about it oh you wanted accommodation oh, yeah so we didn't mean, know you, know, you, oh, you want to sleep oh, you want to sleep, sleep in for? come on yeah are, are we you having, a rock and roll band don't we have that sleep band in the back of the car yeah isn't that that problem tomorrow night yeah, so. we would like to say that we're playing in amsterdam tomorrow we don't know where the fuck we're sleeping oh. <laughs> So no agent, no manager. No, we we're, do. No. We, 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 have, we, we do have, we have an agent. different people around the place, but we we prefer to do it ourselves no. because we are more organised than. Yeah, most this of tour them. is kind of half booked with an agent, and the rest was me to finish. So. Yeah. And what about the label? Did you press your first vinyl or CD? I don't know. By your own? No, we had. Um, uh, well, yeah, pretty lucky, I guess. We, we there's a label in uh, Brittany. Uh, it's called Beast Records. In and, France. Yeah, in, in France. France. Yeah, and they um, and they pressed the the Midnight Show, which was the, the the acoustic record. Excuse me, and that was really nice. That was like, you know, they I played a gig because I was playing guitar with a girl, and. Um, in the town, the hometown of where this label was, and they were there, um, you know, because they support a lot of Australian acts. And this girl was Australian, and she lost her voice. So suddenly we got no show, and I'm like, well, I'll play. So I played. And then the guy up there, he said, Peter, really like what you do. Let's make a, a solo acoustic record. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started, and our relationship with Beast Records is fucking great. Wonderful. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, they're it's, really great. Great. We're, we're so lucky with that. Yeah. We just, in fact, we just finished uh, producing um, uh, a record for them. So they asked us to come to the studio and help mm -hmm. them with their record. Uh, their name, yeah, yeah, the name of the band is Head On. Uh, they're a French band, and uh, yeah, you know them right. And they uh, they just released their new album. Changing shape. And Susie has written uh, what about eight out of the ten songs Seven of songs, the of the lyrics. lyrics so lyrics, yeah. you know that being yeah, in part of that, it's like a family, you know. Mm. So uh, and then they did the they did the obviously the album, the rolling on down the lane, and, and the next one. and the next one. So that's how it's come about. That's how we've survived because of because this. Their support. Their support, yeah. really. You need that. You can't do it on your own. You know. It, Please
let's talk about the influences because we can feel the influences. I heard some people comparing you to okay. some, some some other people. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've heard so, it before, Alan, but please tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for myself, I, I was very surprised because sometimes when you're singing, I was wondering, fuck, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I heard this, that voice before, but I, I couldn't. And, you know, with the... The accent, the music, and so on. I, I, I felt like I was hearing Jim Morrison. Yeah. I, did you ever hear about it? Um, but maybe, also, maybe if I can express myself, I, I feel the influences of Nick Caves and Betsy, sure. or even sometimes Lou Reed or right. um, Johnny Cash or yeah, something yeah. like that. Is, is it really your influences? I think like the must I, I I know my style of singing is kind of a bit crooner. It's a crooner style. I mean, you know, I don't have like a high pitched voice. I'm not a pop singer. So I think it's natural to be compared to, you know, I've been told that sometimes I get told uh, I sound like Tom Jones or I sound like <laughs> Neil Diamond or like David Bowie or like, you know, I've heard it all before. So that, yeah. Um, been singing a long time, but you know that's cool. Um, that's just people relating to what I do and how I sing, and I'm uh, and I'm fine of, with it. Maybe all of those singers have some influence, you know, and yeah, some totally. kind of stylistic. I love them all. And, and, Nick Cave, and, I, Nick, I love them and all, all of them. Yeah. They have something about them Absolutely. that's special and unique I mean, and how powerful. Can you, how can you better? the baritone voice of Lee Hazelwood. Mm -hmm. It's the purest baritone you're ever gonna hear of my books. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's an influence, you know, so. What, what about your influences, Susie? Mm -hmm. tell, tell us. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, I've got a, maybe my bass playing influences. Um, I've got a couple of friends who I would say are my influences for bass playing. A guy called Rob, Roberto uh, De Lera. <laughs> Whenever I'm thinking, oh, what should I do? What should I do? I think, well, or Pete says to me, just play whatever Robbie would play. And I'm like, yeah, what would yeah. Robbie play? And Robbie's a great bass Robbie's player. Robbie's an amazing bass yeah, player. He's an Italian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Lives yeah. in Milan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, and that girl, what's that? The girl you're always listening to, the you're watching the videos and stuff from the '60s. And the name has just escaped. Oh, me, which okay. is why I didn't say. So this girl, I can't King, remember. Um, someone King. Diane King, Donna King, or someone. Uh, she's like this girl that we watch this video, and she's. She's one of the most. She played on everything in the everything 60s in the sixties, but no one knows her. She's it was a session bass player. Session bass player. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> no, you were talking about videos. You've got videos on yeah. on, on, on the web. Yeah. How, how do you create those videos? Mm. Do you call some people who are creators or video makers and tell us? Well, what? we have we have one video that's like a that's like a video clip in inverted commas um, type of style where we had a director an artistic director that we knew a friend of a friend and she had this idea for a film that she wanted to make a short film and she went yeah your song's cool let's do this short film kind of like a weird psychedelic 
Um, the locations were really good. It was an abandoned psychiatric hospital and an abandoned um, think, casino. I think, and I think she should have been put in the psychiatric oh, hospital. No. Because three quarters of the way, we're editing the video and she put another one of our songs to the video. And I went, I thought maybe we could use this song to the yeah. video. And we're like... No. What? No. <laughs> Get stick so, to the program. That was the the video devil inside, which which we did a couple when we released yeah, no, the album. Cool. She did a great work. She did a great the job. Album. It's in, it's an interesting video to watch. And since then, we haven't had a budget to spend on doing a video, so we have basically made them ourselves. Yeah. Um, but we we got to like we got to, uh, you know, I just bought a camera, and and it's kind of like. Whenever we play a show, we try and make a video and put it on YouTube and put it on our Do website. Live. And I think it's like really helps. I think like to have as many live videos, mm. um, from you know, good shows. From, yeah, you know, obviously the bigger show, the better, you yeah. know. Um, so we that, have quite really a lot helped. on YouTube now. Yeah. We have like uh, Johnny Harrington made us a video as well from Paris. He's like a super famous model, which we didn't know super at the time. Hipster, hipster model. Hipster model with like long... He was like, at the gig, he said, do you mind if I film? And we're like, whatever, dude, yeah. just do it. And then he yeah. sent us this beautiful film that he made. Um, so that was cool. That we're, was Shadow Man. Yeah, like, uh, that's the thing. Like, we've got a, we did a video, we did a show um, in June last year, and there were like three people filming, and they all individually put it up on YouTube. So I contacted them all, because the footage was great. And yeah. I said, guys, can you send me the footage? So they sent us all, and then we made a clip with using all three cameras, and actually Susie I put learned, it. I learned how to use Final Cut Pro, yeah, so and, I uh, put it together. Yes, and, and so she did it all together, and you know, so yeah, you just yeah, do it happy. any way you can, really. Just we can't speak about the the next album. Ah, <laughs> you do, yeah. Yes, just a couple of minutes ago, you told yeah. you told. No, well, we don't had... speak about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. But what about the projects? What about the tours? What about the next album? Let's the next say. Album. So give us give us the secrets. Well, we are <laughs> starting to work on this now. We've been working on it for a couple of months, actually. Yeah, we had a. Um, uh, a pretty big setback. I mean, you know, I don't want to say we had a setback because, you know, it's kind of sounds selfish. Basically, we, our drummer, he uh, he, uh, he he got killed in a car accident. As brutal as that sounds, that's it. That's what happened, and that happened in March this year, and that changed everything for us. It changed our lives. I mean, as it does when a friend dies, you know, you you go, what the fuck, and. And he uh, he was a great guy, and he was he played with us for three years, you know. And you know, three years is a long time to play together and uh, be on the road together. And um, we we had planned with him all our rehearsals, and 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 the whole year was planned. And so obviously we kind of had to change everything. Changed. Uh, and initially, I thought. Uh, what are you going to do? That's life. Let's just move forward. We'll find someone else. We'll do it. And then while as you are trying to recreate and trying to get back everything and, and do it, you realize this isn't as fucking, it's not as easy as you think, you know. And the guy tonight you saw play with us was Andrea. He actually recorded on the last album we did. And it, a strange vibe it's a strange thing because 
this is the last tour of this album. Like, the next time we play, uh, we're going to play in France in July, but it's a couple of festivals and stuff, so it's not really our own shows. Um, so this is our own, our last tour for the album, and he started the album with us, and now he's going to finish now it. It's weird to play with him because we played live always with Alessio. There was a hundred shows last year or so. All we're Alessio. all with Alessio and now to finish the tour. But we're playing with Andrea is who has actually recorded yeah. the songs with us. So yeah. it's a weird... It's a very weird situation. Yeah. Andrea... Yeah, we, we, awesome, we didn't speak right? about Andrea yeah, because yeah. He, he is there, but I, I think he's a very shy person. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a new because, you know, it's new for him. Yeah. And uh, we've only played, this is the third show that we've played together. Oh, okay. Yeah, live. So, you know, that, that brings about its own stress challenges. and challenges. Is that his first band or no, how, did no, you, no, how did you meet him? Or did he join you or recently? Well, no, no, I think. it's simple. Like when, when we went to record the album, Alessio uh, was not available. Well, not that he wasn't available. It was Christmas time and there was something. And we actually, uh, and we said, look, that's okay. We need to record this album. And uh, we were a bit disappointed, but we went to the studio and um, with our producer and we said look why don't you just play the drums on it and he was like ah to produce and play the drums we'll see how it goes and after the first day we were like okay maybe this is not working so well uh, so we made a decision and we were we we rented you know the drum kit it was like this 1969 rogers drum kit beautiful drum kit from andrea because he knew the studio. This was in the south of Italy. And uh, the guy playing keyboards on the, the organ and the piano on the album, a guy called Gianluca, he said, why don't you get Andrea to play the drums? It's his drum kit. Just get him to come and play the drums. Yeah. So he said, okay. okay. So because he knew him already, he played with him in another band. And so uh, we called Andrea and he said, how do you feel about that? He goes, yeah. Give me, tell me the songs. Yeah. So he wrote down all the things in a couple of hours. Bang bang, he done. recorded the album. Yeah. Done, and that was it. And we, and then we played like six months later. We didn't, we hadn't released the album, but we went down to the south and we played a couple of shows with him just for fun. Just yeah. you know, we're in the south; it's the summertime. But that was it, really. So. When we called him this time, we were like, he knew what happened to Alessio, so he was like, uh, maybe subconsciously expected us to call him or something. I don't know. No, yeah, not maybe. Uh, Our curious listeners, okay, <laughs> on the website, um, maybe they would like to know you better, so tell us about the website or the Facebook site. Okay and the contacts and whatever we can find about you on the web okay. so um, tell me Susie okay well we are pretty Googleable, if that's a word <laughs> I just made that up but I'm an English teacher so I'm allowed to do that <laughs> um, if you Google Pete Ross and the Sapphire with English it's two P's and an H-I-R-E and French is only one but anyway <laughs> Pete Ross and the no but yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Pete Ross and the Sapphire. We got a website, a Facebook page. Uh, we've just started an Instagram. We've got only no photos on it. Yeah. Twitter, which we don't like to use and very we've got, much. We've got we've got 
a, like a bio which is in French All and five languages. Yeah, and there's some there's press stuff in French as well. So you know, we kind of so bit t t tell us about the website. What's the the name of the site? It's so it's PeaceRoseAndTheSafire.com. Okay, I hope your fur <laughs> your fourth album. Mm -hmm will be out soon yes and um oops, hope to meet you back because yeah. because we we really enjoyed your shows and uh if you have something to, oh i've got a question <laughs> at the last question we always ask those kind of questions it's very funny you know but you can't lie so what what was the first vinyl or cd i think was vinyl you bought with your own money the first one so even if it's funny even if it was Frank Sinatra so 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 please tell us well uh, okay so bought because I was but given a lot I of know, and I people stole because it, things from my cousins people gave me a lot of tapes you know yeah. in the in the in the late 70s 80s when I started listening to music was like you know that's how old I am late 70s yeah. 80s um, <laughs> Uh, and I, I was going to say Devo album, but actually I was given that on a tape. I think the first album that I can remember buying was Black Sabbath, Technical Ecstasy. It was a double cassette of Heaven and Hell and Technical Ecstasy. I don't know. That's the one that comes to my mind yeah. straight away. Uh, so. yeah, we, we, we forgot. We often forgot the cassette. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, exactly. we can it was, remember it. It was cassette. It was great. It was a vinyl. Uh, uh, yeah. It was cassette. And what about Susie? I think mine was also a cassette. <laughs> and I think it was... Um, Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun. Oh, there's, or there's the difference. There's right the difference in age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A great difference. Three yeah, <laughs> years difference. Cassette. Yeah. I think so. I thought you told me you had a Doors cassette. No, I had a Doors Greatest Hit, but that was much oh, later. Okay, okay. That was much later. Mm -hmm. so, um, thanks for <laughs> receiving us. Thanks for the show. Thank you. And good luck to you. And wish to meet you again. Thank you for the project daybreak for being there. Thanks. And you're very sympathetic. <laughs> and forgive me <laughs> for my bad English no. because you're an English teacher. Ah, so no, what about my English? <laughs> what, are we, what are we giving Alan for out of ten yeah. for his English? Give me uh, an A, a B, or C. A, 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 a. So I'm really, <laughs> really happy. So thank you and Thanks, see Alan. you again. <laughs> Cheers, Alan. Thank you. No.